Welcome to the Five Star Life Show, your home for content related to education, parenting, and changing wrong mindsets so you can live a five-star life. I'm your host, Coach Seth. Let's do this. Welcome back to the Five Star Life Show. I'm your host, Coach Seth, and I'm joined with my incredible co-host, Coach Mia. Oh, thank you, Seth. And we've got producer Brandon in the house. Yeah, I'm back in the seat. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, if you just tuned into the show, go to fivestarlife.org uh, and learn more about the impact we're having. We are changing the face of education, sports, culture by targeting the core of a person. Like, if you're listening to this program, your success is not based off of how talented you are. It's not based on how tall you are, your race, your ethnicity, none of those things. It, it, it comes down to, according to research, and this makes sense. It's just kind of, you think about it, it's intuitive. Your mindset, your core operating system, the way you look at yourself, how you feel about yourself, everything comes out of that core. Your identity. Your identity is core. And so we're on a mission to actually get to the core of kids, and it's having incredible impact. Go to fivestarlife.org to learn more. And today, we're going to break down some of the lessons that we're teaching in our curriculum to kids from Michigan to Florida. And it is having incredible impact, and our whole theme this year is breakthrough. I love our theme. Me too. And you know, if you're listening, think about an area of your life that Maybe it's stale. Maybe it's stagnant. Maybe it's worse than that. Maybe you're stuck. Breakthrough is when you break through that barrier into a new realm, a new level, uh, a, a new mindset, new perspective, whether that is in a relationship, whether it's financially, in your health, in your work, maybe a career. Uh, that That's what we're, you know, we're going to unpack in today's uh, show. So it's going to be fun. Awesome. I, I want to start the show off a little bit different. Instead of going into kind of content that we're talking about with kids, uh, last night I was at one of our programs, uh, our SNAP leadership program, and the the topic for the night we're talking about, we're teaching them how to rule their relationships. Relationships are so important, and you know this is a program. Our SNAP leadership program is a group of parents and their kids who for the most part, have been referred to the program from a probation officer. And so what that means is there's conflict, there's, there's some bad decision-making. They're, they're in a, a tough spot. And last night, we're talking about how to rule your relationships, and we talked about one of the pivotal pieces of ruling your relationships is, is forgiveness, like letting go. And we had this incredible conversation, and I get to sit with parents. And, you know, it's amazing how teaching this principle of forgiveness is so important because there is so much confusion about what forgiveness is. And if you want a breakthrough in your life, I mean, there's a lot of breakthroughs that are dependent upon us letting go and forgiving. And so I, I, that was on the top of my mind today because I just think there's people listening that maybe you're under the assumption 
that forgiveness, again, there's, there's a lot of misinformation about forgiveness. Forgiveness is not about um, pretending everything's perfect. Uh, it's, it doesn't justify what the other person did. It's not suggesting that what they did wasn't wrong or it's okay. And I, I, that, that came up multiple times with people last night is they feel like if they forgive, they're saying it's okay. And they're letting the other person off the hook. Mm-hmm. When in reality, forgiveness is for you. It's and we had this this illustration where, you know, when someone offends you, whether it's a friend, a family member, or a stranger, whether they did it on accident or knowingly, they're just an evil person because there are a few people out there. I think most people do things uh, that are offensive on accident, and I think the other big portion of it is we are it's our perspective, our lens through which we view what they do. And then there's a smaller percent of just wicked people. They're just, they're, 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 the, they're the pedophiles. They're the, 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 the abusers. They're the, they're just wrong. Like they have something very wrong with them. But we talked about this idea that when someone offends you, you know, that moment has come and gone. Like it, it lasts for whatever, a few seconds, a few minutes, whatever. If it's a high traumatic situation, maybe an hour, a couple hours, but then it's over and forgiveness. And so what happens in that situation is your brain forms this emotional connection from the person that hurt you to your heart. And forgiveness is simply grabbing a hold of that cable and, and, and cutting it or unplugging it and saying, I'm letting it go. That's what forgiveness is. And it was, it was very helpful to people to kind of visualize it that way that I can unplug this and let it go. It's not justifying what they did, but it's not caring it anymore. Mm-hmm. I think forgiveness is probably one of the hardest things, you know, as uh, humans that we have to do because I always find myself as replugging it. You know, you yes. unplug it and then you yeah. take it back. Like you, th- you almost think it's your life source. Uh, to carry around that that anger and that bitterness and unforgiveness. Well, it gives you energy. Yeah. I mean, like like life is made up of energy, and so there's positive energy and there's negative energy, and that anger, that bitterness is energizing. It, it really is. It's toxic energy mm-hmm. that is destroying you physiologically. There's a lot of studies about that. Leads to cancer, leads to all these different crazy things. Um, so, so there's so many reasons to unplug. But that was what one of the parents was sharing, what you just said. She's like, I, I, this is me. I can't let go. I don't know. I don't know how coach Seth to forgive Mm. because I, I try, but then as soon as something happens, uh, it's, it's plugged back in and I'm bringing it right back in their face. And, you know, it's interesting. I just said, you know, you think about this, we make our lives so miserable, you think about the people that offend you. Say there's one person, but then say there's two. Now you have two strings. What if there's three or four or five? Now you got five. What if there's dozens of people out there? Anytime you see a social media post by one of those people, anytime somebody mentions one of those people, anytime you just bump into somebody, if somebody bumps that cable, that vibration ripples back into your heart and mind and you're back there again. And so everywhere you go, there's these constant reminders. These, mm-hmm. It's reverberating, and you can't live life. You're never free. Never free. And that's what one mom said. You know, when I think of forgiveness, the reason I forgive, because there was 
some parents that were like, I'll never forgive for this, this, and this. Mm -hmm. And we were challenging that. Another parent said, who has been through a lot, she said, I, I had to forgive because I, I, I had to be free. So forgiveness to me is freedom, which is so powerful. I'm always amazed at the little things that I carry around that I won't forgive, but then there's these people that have had horrific things happen to them, and they are able to forgive. And, and then there, we, we then went into this conversation, because when you talk about uh, forgiveness, sometimes people think, well, that, that, does that mean I have to be friends with them or I have mm -hmm. to be connected to them? It's like, no. Be, because that would be insane. You have to protect yourself. So you have to put healthy boundaries around people, especially when you talk about friends and family, if they're strangers that you'll never see again, it's no big deal. But for family and friends, uh, you have to put boundaries around yourself. And if they offend, if they offend you, do something to hurt you, you forgive them, but then you extend the boundary. And guess what? If they infringe on that new extended boundary, you extend again. You keep on extending until they're, ex and it's really them that's doing this. They, they extend themselves right out of your life. And, and, and I think people feel guilty or bad about setting boundaries when. Especially with family though. Especially with family. And it's like, well, guess what? If you want to live your best life, you can't do that with people that are toxic coming in where you're constantly feeling like you can't ever forgive. Why? Because you let them back in that space. So I think a lot of people actually do forgive, but they let those people back in that space. Now, it's really hard. <laughs> and, and we don't have time for this. But, you know, for, for, for my, my family, like my spouse, my, my kids, I'm committed to them forever. So I'm stuck with them. They're stuck with me. And so I've made a conscious effort that, okay, this area right over here that they keep offending me with, they're at this level of maturity. So when people offend you, it also reveals their level of maturity. I'm not saying that in a bad way. Yeah. It's reality. So now it's like I can now choose to just kind of ignore that and say, I'm going to stop letting that bother me because I can't change it. I'm not talking about abuse here, people. I'm talking about things they do that offend you and irritate you. All right. That's the first segment. We're out of time. Next segment, we're going to jump back in. Go to 5starlife.org. Did you know that you can bring the values, lessons, and mindsets Coach Seth discusses on the 5 Star Life podcast to your local community? Schools are searching for programs and content that work. Just a simple introduction to your teacher or principal could be a game changer in your community. Inquire at 5starlife.org and someone from our team will be in touch. Welcome back to the 5 Star Life show. I'm your host, Coach Seth. And I'm joined in studio with Coach Mia. Welcome back. Thank you. And producer Brandon. Thank you. Off camera. Mm -hmm. uh, so, so, you know, in the first segment, we talked about um, the SNAP Leadership Program. And just one of the topics we hit last night was really, if you want to rule your relationships and have great relationships, it's so important to learn to forgive. And one of the questions I asked the parents was, why, what, what are the, what are the benefits of forgiving and why is it that we don't want to forgive? What, let's start with that. I'm just curious from your perspective, Mia and Brandon, why is it that we don't forgive? I think for me, uh, it's like justification. 
<laughs> like, did they really get the punishment that I think they should have gotten? Um, you know, and I cannot forgive till somebody sees what it my way. Mm-hmm. That, that, that came up last night for sure. And one of the things that I told parents is, you know, I had, there's some fundamental mindsets that have shifted my ability to forgive. And, and for my uh, thinking, I have to be justified and vindicated every time somebody wrongs me. And it's this principle that either for a part of my life, I believe that life was happening uh, to me. I'm a victim of my circumstances. So if I don't stand up for myself, who will? And, and I, th- th- there's some level of truth in that. But what happened is I shifted over to understanding that life is not happening to me. Life is happening for me. So that is a stretch for some people to believe that. Some people think I'm just living in, you know, some fairytale land. But I truly believe in my core, I know it, that life is happening for me. Everything in that comes into my life is going to benefit me in some way. Now, I'm not saying everything is good, but everything will work in my favor. Every single thing in my life, I believe that. What that does is that helps me sit back, take a step back when something happens, when someone does something, and I don't feel like I have to be a victim because I know this is going to work in my favor. I know this is going to, this isn't just happening to me, it's happening for me. So this is going to somehow work in my favor. So it lets me sit back. Instead of gripping this thing tightly, I can step back and I can look at it from 40,000 feet. And then all of a sudden you start to, you start to open yourself up because you forgive and let go of the situation. What happens is your arms are now free and you're open to receive whatever blessing is happening for, this happened for, for you. And you now are in a position to receive what's for you. I know I'm, that may may not be super practical, but maybe for some of you out there, it might help you. I think that's good. I agree with Mia. I think a lot of like when I come to whether I want to forgive someone or not, it's if I forgive them, I'm. it's almost like I'm letting them win. I'm letting them get away with whatever they got away with. I'm accepting what they did. And, and that's the hardest part, I think, about whether you want to forgive someone or not is realizing that forgiving them doesn't mean that I'm letting them win, that I'm letting them get away with whatever they did to wrong me. And what you said earlier was huge of you can forgive them and let them back, but like have some distance on when you let them back in. Like you now know you have some boundaries of, well, this is what they did last time. So now I know kind of where to, where to tiptoe around and keep my space with them. And, but that whole part of, it's hard to give up that our, uh, a little bit of ourselves and say, you know what, um, I'm going to let them get away with this. It's a little bit of our pride. So I've, I think that maturity, it, when, I, when I get to the level I want to be at with this, is when someone can offend me and I can have the wisdom step back, observe what boundaries I need to set, but I can quickly let go, quickly let go, quickly forgive, but then understand I have to learn from this. If they're a fox or a snake, I have to understand they're a fox and a snake. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? So I have to put the boundaries up, but I can't let it mess with my heart. 
Can't do that. So at the same time, I'm, I'm forgiving, I'm letting go, I'm stepping back, I'm observing, I'm setting boundaries. But then I can recognize that's a snake, that's a fox. Now, when I see the snake and the fox, I see them coming, and I'm not fearful. I'm not upset. I'm just like, oh, there, there's a fox. Yep, I got the boundaries there. I'm good. And I can see the, the snake or the fox at the family reunion, at the mall, uh, at church, at work, wherever it might be. And there's no emotional baggage because I know they're, they are who they are. Does that make sense? It does. And I think this trips people up, though, because I think you can see and understand that people are snakes and foxes, but they'll come up to you and... You can either, you know what I mean? It's This is where I struggle. I can either be nice or I can be mean. So I choose <laughs> yeah. to be nice. And then I'm like, oh, the fox is a puppy dog. Oh, my gosh. I love this. You know, my husband's always like, when are you going to learn? Mm-hmm. You know, that mm-hmm. they're not who, they're not a puppy dog. <laughs> yeah. They're a, you know, a snake. They've always been a snake. But every, you know, just because they're nice doesn't mean that they've changed. Absolutely. Now, it doesn't mean that I have to treat them badly. But inside of me, I have to figure this out. And that's where what I said is when we get to maturity, you can still smile, wave, be kind to them, wish them the best. But no, they are a snake or they are a fox. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to limit my conversation with you. I'm going to wish you well. I'm going to pray for you um, because you need help. um, (laughs) But I'm not the person to help you. So I hope you get that somewhere else. And now I'm going to go my merry way because I've set up boundaries. Mm Mm-hmm. That, that's the goal for me, but it's hard to not get sucked in. It, and, and this is why we don't forgive. Mm-hmm. This is why we think we have to protect ourselves, but are we really protecting ourselves the right way? Right. And, and that is, this is emotional intelligence. And, you know, I've talked about this in the show several times before, but this is where that statistic of the average adult having, having the, emotional intelligence of a 13 year old, it comes into play because if you don't intentionally practice being emotionally intelligent and thinking through these processes and evaluating what you're doing, you stay at a, you know, immature emotional intelligence level. But if you can, if you can be intentional, you can build some of this up where your life gets so much richer because you're truly wise, you're truly filled, you're truly protected, not just faking it and mm-hmm. hiding and then dealing with all this internal dialogue. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I just want to encourage people, it, it, that don't let this overwhelm you, but if you can take away some of these thoughts, you know, it take it, like li- literally owning that process of I'm going to forgive, I'm going to... Number one, I'm going to let go. I'm not going to give this person that power. Number two, I'm going to I'm going to set some boundaries. And guess what? We often don't get it right the first time. <laughs> so I might have to set another boundary. But then thirdly, I'm going to make sure I'm not deceived by me being a kind person back to this person and not, not going to get caught up in the wrong side of this quasi forgiveness where I think somehow there's a chance that 
we're going to re- reconcile. That's the other definitive point we made last night is forgiveness is one thing. Reconciliation is a whole nother conversation that it doesn't just depend on you. You can want to reconcile, but if the other person doesn't want to and recognize if it's a fox, they're going to act like they want to reconcile. Mm-hmm. So you have to be very slow to reconcile. If that person doesn't, uh, doesn't apologize, like really own their mistake, they don't even, they're not even in the game. They don't want to reconcile if they don't even want to own up to what they did wrong. That's a sure sign. So first sign is they will apologize. You will, you will sense the genuine nature, and it's not manipulation to get you back in. It's, this, here's what I did. I'm really sorry. I'm not going to do that again. It's that simple. Mm-hmm. If you don't get that, they don't want to reconcile. They want to manipulate you back, manipulate you back into letting your boundaries down and some form of control or whatever it is they did that they benefited from. I think too, boundaries are hard to set, but if you don't, you're in this cycle forever. Yeah. And there's a, the dark side of the world keeps, it wants to keep you trapped in those cycles. So it's important to break through. We're going to take a break. Go to fivesolid.org. We'll come back with more after this. Five Star Life is a not-for-profit organization dedicated to changing the face of culture by changing kids' mindsets. Since 2005, we've impacted hundreds of thousands of lives thanks to the generous support of individuals, small businesses, corporations, and foundations. Are you interested in helping Five Star Life grow into all 50 states? With your donation or introduction, you can help bring Five Star Life to your community, school, and state. Go to fivestarlife.org and send us an email today. That's F-I-V-E-S-T-A-R-L-I-F-E dot O-R-G. Welcome back to the Five Star Life Show. I'm your host, Coach Seth. I'm joined in studio with Coach Mia and producer Brandon. Welcome back. Thank Thank you. So we've been talking about this whole concept of of forgiveness. This show has kind of been hijacked because we were going to talk more about goals. Um, and I still want to get to that, but it was just such a fresh conversation last night with our snap program that I had to bring it up. We were talking about, you know, we're teaching all these kids and their families, just how to walk through, how to rule your relationships and with your parents, with your peers, with yourself. And a part of that is forgiveness. And, you know, one of the things that came up when we were talking about forgiveness and then like also setting boundaries to protect yourself so you don't get burned again was um you know trust cuz cuz that when you when you talk about reconciliation if it's family members and friends the goal like you have to forgive but then you have to reconcile and how many people are really willing to reconcile like that that that's that's the hard thing so that's where you get to a point where how many true friends you really have. You might have a lot of acquaintances, but how many people value you you enough to when they make a mistake, they have the emotional intelligence to even apologize or even have the conversation and not just kind of let time heal it, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, you've heard that comment, time heals all things. Like, no, it, it doesn't heal all things. It just puts it under a rug. So I think trust, that was a key component. And if you want to look at reconciliation, at rebuilding the relationship, not just 
you being the bigger person forgiving for your sake, which is really important. But if you want to help that relationship heal, it's important that you get back to trust. And that takes two. And that's a process. Oh, it's a process. Yeah. I think that's the hardest part of like when you're having these conversations at a program like SNAP and you're teaching all these people the right things and how to reconcile, how to forgive, but the people on the other side aren't getting it. So we have these people that are learning these skills of rec- of how to reconcile and how to forgive, but the, they're taking these skills and, and dealing it with it with someone who probably doesn't have those skills. And that's where I think it's tough because I think they hear these conversations, they, they have these conversations with you and they want to make the change and then they go to try to use it and the person's just like not, not budging the way it should work. And this is why everybody listening to this show needs to share this program with people you know. Like, don't you just wish everybody understood how this worked and how we could relate to each other? If everybody knew this and wanted to live by this, it would change culture which is our mission. It's why we've been working on our Five Star Life app, right? This is, this is the whole purpose of this show of our app, of our organization, so that the whole world, we can create a Five Star Life world. Mm-hmm. People want it, but they're so busy, they're not exposed to it. And so if you're not exposed to it, you just keep going. Like we're in these cycles of busyness and we're in these cycles of relationships. And, you know, brain science says that literally... Our thinking is repetitive. We think up to 70,000 thoughts a day and 90% of the thoughts you think to, uh, tomorrow will be the same as they were today, right? So we're, we're living life on repeat until we get snapped out, until we say, I'm going to be intentional about learning some new things. Thoughts on trust, Mia, <laughs> and, and reconciling or in relationships. Um, I mean, I think the times that I've truly wanted reconciliation and um gone about it It, it's you you have to I mean I think trust you really have to go above and be if you're the one that hurt caused the pain you have to go above and beyond to show the other person that you can be trustworthy Mm -hmm. um I believe in it wholeheartedly but I and I also you know it's 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 a process and sometimes, you know, you feel like, come on, like, when are you going to trust me? I'm showing you. But some people, you know, it takes a while. But right. that's where it's like, then you know this person is in it because they are going to understand that, you know what, I'm not there yet, but I'm getting there. And it, I mean, that statement, it's it's okay to not be okay. They're, they're ha- like in deeper relationships, you you really need to have mature stance that says, it's okay for you not to be okay for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Well, you figure this out. Or even, what if what if somebody offends you, but they don't think what they did was offensive? Right? Yeah. And so you have a conversation. It's like, that's just you. That's a you problem. It. What do you do with that? That takes both people just being a little bit patient and, and, and giving them, themselves some space uh, to figure, figure that out. And again, that takes the maturity of saying, I'm going to forgive and not hold that against this person because I can see they didn't try to hurt me or and they don't even think they did anything wrong. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the great areas of where Ooh. this isn't quite like cookie cutter. It's really not. It's situation by situation. It's not a one size fit all. <laughs> it, it, it definitely is not. Because um, perspective 
that's a whole nother lesson, right? A whole nother topic. Um, because each situation, you, you have two different perspectives of what happened. Me, me and my wife, I think marriages, this is, this is a marital topic because when you're married, you have different perspectives. Mm-hmm. And I will say something from one perspective and she will take it a whole other way. And I'm like, I wasn't offensive and I wasn't trying to be offensive. I'm sorry. It was, well, I want you to, you don't even, you're not even sorry. What do you do with that? <laughs> That's a whole nother thing that you get to, well, it's the fun of marriage. You get to work through that. <laughs> but you're in it. You know what I mean? That's, it's also those relationships that you're, you know, you're in it till the end. You're, so. you're in it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, the power of commitment in relationships means a lot as well. Mm-hmm. Just, I am committed to this, so I'm not going to hang on to that, even though we're not on the same page on that issue. And in, in intimate relationships, you have to, you have to get there. And if you, if, if, if you don't get there, it will not last. I think a lot of people on both sides have struggle letting go. Like <clears throat> what you if I don't agree with what you did or something, I, I have a hard time letting go of that. Of what you did was wrong and I can't, I can't let go of it or I didn't do anything wrong. I can't, people have a hard time letting go of, of, of those situations. And that's where I think forgiveness gets really hard too. Yeah. And that's where it's the most powerful because it's so free. If I have to wait until my wife understands me to be happy and to have intimacy and to trust her, like, I'm a man. She's a woman. I know that's probably a controversial statement in some circles, <laughs> but let's just face it. We are very different. Our, our minds think differently. We are wired different. And so like, it's okay. There's several situations. I like, you know what? We just see that totally different and that's okay. We just see it totally different. But if you could have the maturity to say, I still think I'm right. You think you're right. Um, maybe we're both wrong. But we both see it this way. Let's just move on to the next issue. Come back to it later. All right. So w- we have a couple minutes left in this segment. Um, if this has been helpful, I would love to hear feedback. Like one of the things we love is feedback. We go all over the country to get feedback from kids and teachers about our programs and the impact of what our content teaches. But on this show, we want your feedback as well. So please leave us a comment. If you're listening on the radio program, go to fivesolife.org or go to our one of our social media cha- uh, channels and, and just reach out to us and give us e- either some feedback about this show on forgiveness. If you're on Spotify or Apple Music or one of the podcasts, there's spots to leave reviews or comments. Please communicate to us. We love all kinds of feedback and we want to know like, hey, we wish you'd talk about this or that. Um, But when we come back, we're going to shift gears a little bit and spend the last segment getting into this whole series of breakthrough, which again, forgiveness leads to breakthroughs. Mm -hmm. But want to talk about breakthrough in, in, in the power of setting goals. We started out by teaching kids and people on this on this show that motivation, if you, if you want to be more motivated in life, it really begins with your vision. People who aren't motivated in certain areas of their life, it's because they don't have a clear and motivating vision. That's why we don't move forward in certain areas of our life. But you can have a motivating vision, but if you don't believe it's possible, you won't move. You will stay stuck. But you can have the best vision. You can believe it's possible. But if you don't set goals, you won't 
get very far because goals are the the little steps that will take you to to the finish line. We'll be right back after this. Five Star Life offers year-round programs for kids at our 350-acre training facility that we call Summit. These programs focus on three core components. First, each program includes lessons from our curriculum that targets kids' mindset. Secondly, each program teaches a skill like equine, archery, blacksmithing, basketball, fishing, boating, and many more. Thirdly, our programs connect kids to mentors we call coaches who are trained to help kids live a five-star life. Go to fivestarlife.org to learn more or sign up your kids. Welcome back to the Five Star Life Show. I'm your host, Coach Seth, and I'm in studio with my co-host, Coach Mia, and producer Brandon, and we've had a great show. And, and we were trying to shift gears into the topic of the day, which was supposed to be about breaking through and setting goals, but we just seem to not be able to do that. So I apologize for everybody that was thinking we're going to talk about goal setting. We're going to have to save that for the next show because um, in between, we just start, continued our conversation about forgiveness. And I was, I was telling Brandon and Mia um, that, that, you know, this is a heavy topic w- with a group of people that they're just amazing people, but they've been through some challenges. And, you know, one grandmother who's raising her grandson just said, I'll never forgive my sister. I said, why, why not? She said, because my sister... You know, she, she, she's supposed to be there for me and my children. But my son, who got addicted to drugs, and I sent him off to rehab for nine months. He came back clean, was doing well. And then he went on this, this binge looking for anywhere he could go to get drugs. And she said he, she, he went to my sister, and she gave him some, some form of, of opioid that got him back into... Mm-hmm that lifestyle. And she said, I'll never forgive her. Another mom said, you know, I, I don't know how to forgive my kid's father who walked out on them. I don't understand how you could walk out on these amazing kids. And she's in tears because she's angry. She's, she can't understand it. So these are, these are heavy topics in, in hard situations. So I guess like how you're leading these discussions, Seth, how do you respond to that? Those are, those are like heavy hitting situations. I've, out of all the times I've done curriculum, I, I never get something that hard hitting. So how do you handle that? I, I told uh, these mothers, uh, I, I just said, you know, your your anger, because I could see and feel the anger coming off of them and the hurt. And it, it's not that neither of them uh, feel sorry for themselves. It's not towards them. It's about their it's about their kids, protecting their kids. It's mama bear. Mm-hmm. So their their emotion and their desire to protect their kids is where it's rooted in. So it's rooted in love, and it's very righteous. It's like this. It's a pure, righteous love. It's like this holy anger mm-hmm. that's sacred, I think. So I said, it's beautiful. But what, what you have to understand is as pure as that is, 
if you don't let go, that that anger will will turn to poison inside of you, and you have to unplug and let go. And that's when I started to say, you know, when I started to realize in my life that life was not happening to me, but for me, um, there is, that was a game changer. So, you know, my biological father not being in my life. And, and by the way, my mom is sitting at the table cause she volunteers their snap program. So my mom, um, she was in a similar situation as this woman where the, where, where, you know, the, the biological fathers wanted nothing to do with me and my brother. So she could relate to that. But I said, my view of life is not happening to me, but for me, I, I just understand very clearly that why would I want a man who has no interest in being a father? Just because there's sperm involved does not make you a father. A father wants to be a father. So why would I want to have a man who isn't a father, who doesn't care about me, who who did not care about my mom, told her he loved her, but then abandoned? Why, Why in the world would I want, why would I be hurt over him not being in my life? This is not happening to me. It's happening for me. Get him the you know what, away from my life. Thank you very much. Stay away. I don't need any more snakes, no more foxes. Thank God he was not in my life. That's how I see it. Mm-hmm. Because it opened up the door and the opportunity for someone else to come in and be a father. Others. I had, I had an adoptive father. I, I had all these other mentors, these people that I wasn't clouded with the wrong imitation father. I had... I had a great adoptive father and then other spiritual fathers that that have influenced my life at a crazy level and have shaped me into the person I am. But if my mindset would have been, and I talk to kids all the time that have this mindset, this is happening to me, I'm a victim of this, I can never overcome it, and I'm never going to forgive. Well, y- you will have exactly what you want. Well, not to what you want. You'll, you'll have what you have because of your choice. That, that's, that's, and that's a hard, that is a hard message, but they, they absorb it. It's, like hard, they, it's hard too. Cause I mean, in the moment, it's so hard to like see down the road, like there's going to be something better. That's like, like this is meant to be, it, it's, it's hard. It's, it's not ideal in the moment. And not everything that's for you is good, but that that had to happen for something else to happen that was for you and that was good for you. Um, I've had conversations with you before, Seth, like bad things have happened to me. And in the moment for a long time, like it was hard and I didn't get it. But I look back and I'm like, I would not be where I am sitting today if I didn't go through those things. And they're 100% the best thing that could have happened to me. Well, faith, faith is real. Call it the law of attraction. Call it faith. Call it whatever you want. They're just words. But if if I'm going to focus and if I'm going to meditate and I'm going to put my all of my energy into unforgiveness and holding this grudge and feeling like a victim and and knowing that I'm my life is going to be limited because of that, that is exactly what my life will be. I will attract 
my energy will attract all those things that resonate with that. And some of you don't believe what I'm saying. Look it up. There's research on this. It's very true. We are attracting what we have inside of us. So forgiving and letting go by nature is a powerful process because then you can, you can, again, I said this in the earlier segment, you can let go and you can make room for the new and you can expect the new. And I can, I can look forward to brighter days, to new opportunities. And that is where I can put my energy. But if I'm bitter and holding on to this, I'm putting so much energy looking back that I'm not looking forward. And so I'm a constantly, uh, I have a magnet from my past that keeps coming back instead of looking out the front, front, front window. And those are the people that you start hanging around with and that you, you know, feel comfortable with. And then you're thinking, oh my gosh, like this, I want different friends. Well, you know what? You've got to get out of that cycle to find new friends. Cycles. Mm -hmm. There are these cycles. Again, this ties into our theme of breakthrough. Some of you are just, you're just one step away from breaking through a cycle. And it begins with, with forgiveness. And it begins with setting boundaries. And it begins with, with shifting your mindset to this, is, this happened to me versus this happened for me. And so everything is going to work for my good. It may not feel good right now, but I promise you, if you shift your mindset, it, it will work for your good. I promise you. I'm not going to say you're going to look back on everything and say, I'm so glad that happened. But I promise you, it will work for your good in some way. Okay, so this was, this was a total shift from the script. So thank you, everybody, for bearing with us, uh, for the three people that are listening still through this, for, my, for me, me wandering. Um, now, I, no, I, know this, I know this is for somebody out there, um, and I just want to encourage you. You are, you are so close to a breakthrough, and that's what I told a couple of the parents last night because they were absorbing all this. And when you get, here's what research says, when you get, a, a new thought in your mind. And when you attach that to emotion, which some of you have stirred up some emotions and you can visualize it, it, it does bring a breakthrough. There's a new birthing. Uh, I want to encourage you as we got to go. Uh, if this was helpful, would you please share this with a friend, leave us a review like this, subscribe to our channel, because if you're listening on radio, you know, we have a podcast so we're on every podcast platform that exists in the planet. So you can listen to this over and over. You can send it to your friends. We encourage you to do that. And that's the way you can change culture and join Five Star Life. Thanks so much. At Five Star Life, we are changing the face of culture through education and sports by changing the most important piece of a human being's life, their mindset. If you're interested in being a part of our journey, please visit fivestarlife.org for more information on volunteer and donation opportunities.